cheated on each other because okay you did this first now i'm gonna get back at you and spite and and cheat back since both of you guys have cheated on each other then clearly both of you have to go the extra that type of addiction the porn addiction is it's a real thing oh, like yeah. it really messes with your mind it it causes a lot of issues Hello? Hey, Hi. how's it going? Thanks for calling in. I need help. Go ahead. Tell me, tell me. What's going on? Okay, so, backstory. I have been with my boyfriend for seven years. We share a son together. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do have history of, like, infidelity and stuff like that, which, I mean, we both got through. Mm -hmm. But recently... I've been a stay-at-home mom, and I went back to work, and I'll find little things like he adds girls on Snapchat, oh. and they'll add them back. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, like, he'll talk to old high school friends, like, just like, hey, how are you? But I think what bugs me is when I confront him, yeah, he turns it around on me. Oh, well, you accepted this guy on Instagram, mm -hmm. or you added this guy on Facebook. And is he right? From my perspective, I don't think I'm in the wrong because my Facebook is full of my husband and my son. Well, I call him my husband because we've been to a yeah. lot. But hide him. You understand? Like, his yeah. social media, he doesn't post to begin with. Like, yeah. he doesn't hide me, but he's not one to post me just on a random day, you know? Yeah. Like, he doesn't post like that. And so I mean, I don't know if I'm making excuses for him, but... And in the past, you said there was cheating. Who cheated on who? Before we jump to our next call, make sure that you subscribe to this channel, especially if you're new. And what we're going to do is, if this is your first time subscribing, we're going to give you a shout out on our upcoming video. All you have to do is subscribe, turn on the post notification bell, and comment the word subscribed, and you may get a shout out on the next video. We both have. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, so there's maybe a lot of, um, I mean, yeah. Trust it's, issues, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like maybe the trust um, maybe hasn't been built. Apparently, it's yeah. evident that it hasn't been built back fully, especially because, mm -hmm. um, like, you tell him something and then he throws it back in your face. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. I mean, it's was kind it, of... It's was kind it like of, a spite situation? Like, you know, they, you cheated on each other because, okay, you did this first. Now I'm going to get back at you and spite and, and cheat back. You know what? We started dating really young. I was 17 year, years old. He was 19. I think uh, we just weren't mature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So check this out. Well, Look, when somebody cheats, what happens is mm -hmm. the trust is broken. And usually, right, there's certain things that you have to go the extra mile that you normally wouldn't do mm -hmm. unless there was that cheating that happened and that was involved. Mm -hmm. For example, I don't like... Let, I'm going to use Espe and I as an example. I don't like when Espe goes through my phone and checks you know, my, my, my chats with my friends and, and the boys, right? Yeah, you hate that. I don't like that because mm -hmm. I want to have my privacy, right? However, let's just say that I would have cheated on her if I want to build trust back again, there's certain things now that I'm going to have to allow her to do just to prove and to show that there has been a change and that there is a process of restoration yeah. of trust in that area. Since both of you guys have cheated on each other, 
then clearly both of you have to go the extra mile here Mm -hmm. where you normally wouldn't do certain things or you normally wouldn't even allow certain things. But you have to communicate to him, listen, if I'm not going to if I, I'm not going to allow any guys to add me on Instagram, but you're not going to allow any girls to add you on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And both of you have to hold each other accountable. Yeah. If not, you're going to fall into the same pattern of, again of lies and secrecy, which mm-hmm. that ends up being again into falling into cheating once again. Does that yeah, make sense? Definitely. I feel like both of you need to maybe take take those extra steps. You know, maybe you know, maybe get off social media for some time, or or just tell him, look. Ended. I have. I mean, to me, I'm like I told him. Mm-hmm. I would rather lose social media than lose a guy that has done so much for me and my son. You know, like that's the father of my yeah. son. Like social media, yeah. he went. He outruled social media, but in his eyes, it's like, well, we don't need to go. We don't that's need to fun. take it that far. But I. I'm willing to. You guys have to be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you guys don't have to close your social media. That's like drastic, but maybe be like, okay, so let's... let's- oh, we're going to share passwords. Let's say that's, that's that could be a solution where there's complete transparency of each other's social media. If there really and- isn't anything to hide and you really want to be intentional of building back your relationship, like you guys screwed up. You dropped the ball. You dropped the ball. He dropped the ball. So if you want to build it back up and get back to trust, then you have to do unusual things. And maybe, you know, you got to have access to his emails, have access to his Snapchat. He's got to have access to your Facebook or your Instagram to check your DMs. And then do that once you build that trust. And then you can go back to, you know, having your privacy, you know, as needed. And how do you find out? Like, do you see it on his apps and stuff? I mean, I just simply like tap on his phone and it'll appear. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you definitely you guys have to sit down like sometimes I know it could get repetitive, but I truly I'm a believer of saying how you're feeling. So, you you know, you can sit him down and tell him, look, we have a son in play here, you know, which is the priority, the son, mm-hmm. you know. So you and I have to work like we have to make it work. And I do not like this and this and this. And then you can say and I know that I've accepted some guys on Facebook, but I think we should both make a change so you don't feel uncomfortable and I don't feel uncomfortable. And the reason why we're doing this is to keep the our family together, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, he he won't accept it the first time, but you have to keep communicating it to him very, you know, not screaming at him or anything, but just letting him know that you're doing, like you want to take these steps so you guys don't fall back into like disrespecting each other or hiding stuff from each other or or maybe distrust you know so you you're gonna have to talk to him and i i hope that he understands where you're coming from yes it calms me down a little yeah i mean it's hard yeah but like what i've learned i know you guys you've been with him seven years which is a lot like congrats to you guys but it's always about communication like, it's always about you telling your husband how you feel, him telling me how I feel. Like, Seas doesn't like for me to look at his phone. And sometimes I look, but not because I want to find something, but we do work together. So sometimes I grab his phone to do something and then, like, but he doesn't like that. So I try to avoid it the most I can. 
but I know that I have all the confidence in the world for me to look into his phone mm -hmm. and he can look into mine. We know each other's passwords. So <clears throat> it's just communication. You guys just need to talk about it and, and that's it. Do you think that'll be a problem? Would you mind him having access to your to his account and you and vice versa? No, I don't think so. I mean, for years we've always been like his phone is his phone, my phone is my phone. Yeah. yeah. But we've never like really also talked about like, okay, are we going to start sharing passwords? I mean, I guess it's just hard because we are each other's first, everything. Yeah. You know, I don't have another relationship to compare to or he doesn't either mm -hmm. and we're not one to go and ask our family for advice yeah so we're like learning as we go and even seven years in we still don't know what we're doing yeah. i mean no that's sometimes we feel like that too yeah 12 yeah. years in yeah so that's normal so i think with every new dynamic or every season there's always like a little you know, mountain that you guys have to get over, mm -hmm. but just keep communicating, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and show him this video when it played, when we launch it, when it plays <laughs> back. Yeah. So he can get a, the perspective. So that, that would be no, our, our advice. All right. Thank okay. you guys so much. You Thank got you. It. Thank you. We're going to move on to our next caller. Hello. Hey, Hi. how's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. good Thanks for good. calling in. How can we help? Okay, so um, this is kind of a long story, but I'm going to try to make it short. But mm -hmm. I've been dating this guy for, like, two years now, and everything's been good. Like, he's a really good guy. He's, like, a family man and everything. But the only problem that we have is that, like, a year ago, I found out that he's been watching porn. Mm -hmm. And, like, me and him, he's been sexually active, too. So, like, it really hurt me, and I, I expressed that to him, but... Um, he said he was going to change, but he admitted to having a porn addiction and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But the thing is that I've, throughout this year, I've caught him, like, you know, trying to hide it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, like, he, I've been trying to tell him, like, I think we should break up. It's better for us to break up because I, I don't really like that. I feel like it's disrespectful to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is that he tries to keep wanting, like, to make it work out, but I don't know, I just feel like I just, to a point where I should just give up, and, like, yeah. today I found out that he was trying to hide it from me again, and he also looks at, like, Instagram girls and, like, Ooh, yeah. stuff like that. This is all, you take, you take the lead, because this is, this is all so, guy. So, the best way to get over a, a corn addiction, right, for anybody who's watching, is you have to kind of be accountable with somebody, right? Um, you know, in my particular case, right, I go to church, I'm a Christian, and we've, we're big believers of if you're struggling with an area, no matter what it is, be accountable with somebody that can help you, you know, overcome, right? Because a lot of times what happens is the shame and the guilt, you know, that, you know, the hiding and the secrecy, that's what kind of actually keeps you bound. Yeah. When you start exposing things that you struggle with, it actually helps you even if it's embarrassing, it, it actually begins like a, a process of you getting free from those things. And then obviously getting good counsel, a good support group to kind of help you overcome. That's why with, with anonymous and addictions, people get together and talk about their situations, yeah. right? So that's what I, I would advise him. What I would advise you, I'm going to throw it to S because I mean, she's a girl. In one of the episodes that is going to come up soon, we actually had a friend who's a, a therapist. And yeah. she was saying that... Uh, that type of addiction, the corn addiction, is it's a real thing. Oh, like yeah. it really messes with your mind. Um, 
it, it causes a lot of issues. So the fact that you say that he tries and he can't stop, he tries and he can't stop, like, like it's not that I'm, like I feel him. It's not like that, but it, it is a real thing, you know? So in my point of view, I mean, if, if it was me, I, I mean, I would give the guy a chance to try to get over it. I would definitely want him to get some help. Like, okay, you know that he's struggling with this. Like, that's a given. Instead of making him feel like he doesn't have a safe space to communicate with you about it because you're going to break up with him or because you're going to flip out, maybe, I know this is easier said than done, but maybe try to be, in a way, encouraging him to find somebody, another man, yeah. that has overcome this addiction or, or certain resources for him, whether it's a church group, that's what I would do. I will go to church and, and try to find help there. But there's, I'm sure there's a lot of other resources and support yeah, groups. Yeah, there's a lot of things online. And you can actually push him to do it. Now, if you don't see any progress and if this is actually something that is a non-negotiable for you and you can't live with that, then I would say it's totally okay for you to break up yes. with him. And I'm going to tell you why too because when people are addicted to this, right, it's like, like it's going to get to a point where you will not be able to satisfy him in that way. I'm going to tell you why, because it, the, they live like they're seeing something that is not real. So their expectations and the emotion they're feeling watching this, it's going to, it doesn't compare to you and him being together. That's, that's like, if you read about it, it actually happens. Like you get a dopamine, yeah. you get a dopamine hit every time you watch something online, you know, corn or whatever, something that's stimulating you constantly. And then when it's actually come time for you to be with your partner, you've already gone through this dopamine and it's not yeah. like it, it, it ruins you, yeah. right? It clouds your mind, something that you can't stop thinking about. And as a man, it lowers your testosterone. There's so many negative side effects. Yeah. It impacts your relationship negatively. So, you know. So, so I would totally be okay if you said, okay, this is not, he's not getting better. You know, I don't feel comfortable because I, I would feel that way. And also with the girls on IG, like for me, it's completely unacceptable. I'm not saying that Seas cannot think a girl is pretty or, you know, when, when someone's pretty, they're pretty, you know. But if if I catch Sebas following like these OnlyFans or booty models, like, no, that is unacceptable. That is completely unacceptable to me. Like, like I am your wife. I need to be respected. In my case, like I waited until marriage to be with this man. And you're going to tell me that he he's not appreciating me as a, as a whole. You get me? So I feel like guys like OnlyFans is so common right now. Like they, they normalized. They have normalized prostitution and um, pornography. Yes, they have they have normalized it in everybody's life. And it, it is not normal and it is not acceptable. So definitely there you have to put a boundary like this is disrespectful to me because like i said it's not like he's saying oh this girl is prettier this girl is attracted no he's going to look at boobies and boobies so mm. so that is completely unacceptable and it's a it's a, it's a, honestly like it's a this like it's a lack of, dis of respect so to recap um here our caller right the advice is Try to make it a safe space. Give them a timeline and tell them, listen, I'm going to try to help you get through this, help you get resources, church group, whatever it is to help you overcome this addiction. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm with you. I want to be with you. I want to make it work. I'm not going to judge you. I get it. Okay. 
you give him a timeline, whatever timeline you feel comfortable with, and that's realistic, and him and overcoming. And he's not hiding it. That's that's the thing too. And overcoming it, mm -hmm. and then if he doesn't begin to make progress, or you catch him again, or you catch him, then you let him know. Listen, this is not gonna, this work, is out. Not gonna work out for me, mm -hmm. and that's totally acceptable and okay. Yeah. But as long as the guy is trying, he's getting help. Okay, we're moving in the right direction. Like any addiction is going to be very difficult, right? The mm -hmm. same, you know, no matter what type of addiction it is. So that would be my advice. Okay. Um, the thing is that I'm scared that in the future he might, like, do it again. That's the thing. Like, I don't yeah. know how I would, like, be able to trust him again because our relationship was pretty healthy until I found out about that. And then I became, like, we, like, both became really toxic. Yeah. I mean... If if you can't trust him, it's like I mean, build, it's like building back trust from cheating. I mean, cheating. you have to choose your heart. Are you gonna go through the heart of being in a relationship where you're not trusting him and he's disrespecting you? Because yes, watching corn is disrespecting your partner. I don't care what you say. I don't care what the culture says. It's disrespect. Or you're gonna choose the heart of, you know, ending it there. It's not working now. You guys are toxic and just waiting to see what else is out there for you. You know. So you ha you mm -hmm. have to choose your heart. Which which one's harder? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but it, it like it's you a have, choice. Yeah, but but both are hard. Both are hard. But in one, you're yeah. in one of them by you being with him and him not changing, he's completely destroying who you are, like your self esteem, your trust, your your you being physical with them, like like it, it's gonna hurt you also. Like, don't think that this is just going to affect him. It's also going to affect you. It's already affecting you now. Yeah, like, before, like, when we used to first start, like, first started dating, like, I was really confident and stuff. I feel like I've just completely lost myself because of this. Yeah, yeah so yeah. you have to choose your heart. And communicate to him. Have your boundaries mm -hmm. set, timeline, expectation, so he knows what he's getting himself into. Yeah. And then you stick to your word. And, and let me tell you, like, like, how long have you guys been together? Two years. Okay, so, and how old are you? I'm 21. Okay, so it's maybe, you know, a, a serious relationship. So yeah. either you are you stay with him with this issue that he has. If he doesn't change, I always believe in giving people the ability, like the chance to change. Yeah. But is that someone you would want as the father of your kids? To know that your kids will have a father who's addicted to that. Because that perversion, like at the end of the day, that's perversion. So... Is that someone you want around your kids? So it's a lot to think about, but it's 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 really like something to think about mm. because you're dating him now. What if you went because you're scared of leaving him or you you know you end up breaking up with him? But you have to choose. Like, is this someone that I see as the father of my kids with this problem that he has if he doesn't fix it? Yeah. So the choice is you. I know, you know, a lot of time people call us and like, should I leave him or should I stay? But the choice is you, yeah. right? You have to choose your heart. I agree with SP 100%. Um, and that's the best advice we can give you right now. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay. All right? Thank you so much. You no, got it. And best of luck. Best. We wish you the best, all right? Thank you so much. You got I it. I appreciate it. You got it. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for calling in. Good. How are you guys? Good. How, you? How can we help? So I was dating this guy um, all last year, almost for the full year. Mm -hmm. um, then things just 
split apart, but we stayed in touch and he stayed in touch for almost six months. Time to time, he will reach out and I miss you and I want to see you and I want to be with you. Mm -hmm. And this last weekend, we actually went out to dinner and then after dinner, on his way dropping me home, he dropped the bomb saying, you know, it's just not the same like before and, you know, let's just be friends. Mm. giving me these mixed signals Mm. Um, you know why is he keeping me around there has not been you know we have not been together in over six months now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're together it was a really good relationship Um, I just truly believe that we were you know different stages of our careers and lifestyles and families so it just got a little bit complicated Mm -hmm. I don't know you know, with his mixed signals, I don't even know what else to do, how to react when he reaches out. In my perspective as a girl, um, I mean, if he told you he doesn't want anything, anything serious, I just, I like what I would do is I would just cut him off because I wouldn't want to be the girl that he has there, like always there, but doesn't like commit to her mm-hmm. you get me that's that's how i would see it but you you should answer baby, because yeah, as a guy i need a little bit more info though like why did you guys break up yeah why do you think he, he's not ready to commit uh so he travels a lot for work a lot like overseas out of the country and it just got too difficult um you know he would be in town for a little while and then everything would be great and then he would be back on the road traveling for work and to be honest, like that jealousy kicked in. Mm-hmm. I, I constantly wanted to, you know, see him and talk yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. And with his traveling schedule, it just got too complicated. Mm-hmm. So would you say, would you say it's a wise decision? Would you say, would you say it's a wise decision to uh, not be together because of the distance? Like, is that something you're down with? Yes, honestly, okay. um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talked, you know, over the weekend and I did tell him, I said, you know, you can't keep me around when you're just around when you need me that's not Mm -hmm. fair for me but it was a really it was really difficult for me to have that conversation with him Mm. um because he is truly someone that i i do respect i love them a lot but it's just the fact that i now you know detach i have to learn how to detach i Mm -hmm. mean there wasn't a day where we don't talk and we don't text and and it's going to be very difficult Yeah. Uh, for me to detach then. Number one, you have to kind of stop talking to him. And if you can't do it like like cold turkey, you know, because <laughs> like there's some girls that do it cold turkey and then there's some girls, but you basically have to stop talking to him, mm-hmm. especially because sometimes, you know, like if you guys have such a good connection, I feel like maybe if he sees the absence of you, like if he doesn't see you that you're there, Maybe he can either two things can happen. Either you guys go your ways, each yeah. separate ways, yep. or he may realize, man, I really miss this girl. Like, I really like I have to make this work distance or no distance, because when two people want to make it work, they make it work regardless. We've talked about how every, like when we were dating, mm-hmm. it was like the whole world was against us. Right. My parents, you know, our, our, our cultures, even though they were similar, we come from very different families. Um, we didn't have the finances, like my parents were going to not support me financially. Your parents weren't either. So 
it was like everything was not in our favor yeah. even though us we were good right. and when two people want to make it work they make it work yeah. so maybe you putting some distance between you and him will help you to just heal and and detach but also it could help him realize like what he has mm. that's what i think yeah and i also another tip that i would give you is to really have a support system in this time of you know that you're detaching from him because what you're going to be feeling is very emotional right yeah like you've been talking to this guy for so much so you really need a support system friends family whoever it is that can help you distract your mind right because you're, there's going to be times where you're going to be so tempted to reach out yeah and and he's maybe feeling sure. this, he's maybe feeling the same way mm -hmm. but you know guys and girls are so different when it comes to emotion like for a guy in particular he could maybe it could be a pride thing an ego thing where he just seems like he's doing it more cold turkey yeah and even when he's like dying inside but he's like okay i'm gonna stick to my word and we're not gonna you know we're not gonna speak but for a girl right all the emotions are there yeah you know one day you could be happy then in the next few minutes you can be sad man i miss him so when those times come have a support system that you can distract yourself go to the gym you know have hobbies, something that could take your mind off of that. Are, are you guys still like seeing each other though, by any chance? So we stopped seeing each other for about six months. I did back off and to be honest, he was just having a hard time just staying away. And to be honest, I can't just blame it all on him. I had a really hard time staying away as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, you know, it's just like always one thing leads to another and then somehow... You know, we just go back to missing each other and just wanting to be together. And then when we get together, you know, it'd be like maybe, you know, a month or so or like a couple of weeks. And then we're back to square one. Mm. So, and they, so this time yeah. it's just it's just becoming too toxic, to be honest. Yeah, with yeah you. it's like it's, a cycle. And you know what sucks? Yeah, it is. It's that, like a cycle. Like, exactly. I feel like men, correct me if I'm wrong. They know when they want something mm. like I feel like men know okay mm. this I'm, i want to commit to this this girl. is I worth want, fighting yes for. and i feel like they they know mm. so imagine i'm not i'm not saying but imagine that you're you're, you're still his friend quote unquote and then he meets someone else like you don't want to put yourself in that position or if you meet someone else you don't want to put yourself in that position where you're talking to someone that you kind of have history with and then Like you're, you, you will never find another person if you have baggage. Correct. You, you get me? Correct. So if, if you're asking us what to do, like how to like cut him off, I would say stop, like either decrease communication like gradually or stop talking to him and then focus on yourself. Like Sarah says, go to the gym, yeah. um, Support. get a hobby, you know, go out with some friends because you, you are going to miss that you're gonna have like a void mm. because when when i remember when i broke up with my ex i swear like what did me, you do babe This so is a what, good one. I, what i did when i broke up with my ex mm. because you know you have that huge attachment with the person right. that you see every day i remember that i would be walking down the street i would see a bird mm. oh i remember when i saw <laughs> the bird when i was with him like that's how attached you are to a person yeah so what i decided to do is that I needed to distract my mind. Mm. So in my case, you, you know, 
I decided to take Japanese lessons because when I was little, I would study Japanese. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, let me pick that back up again just to, just, just to see, you know, how, if I still remember. So I would take Japanese classes, like literally from Monday to Thursday, you, two hours, just to distract my mind. Yeah. I swear to you. Like you, you really took it serious because she, you, she became fluent in Japanese for some time. Yeah, when I <laughs> met you, I was still yeah. taking my classes. Yeah. So I basically focused on being better you right, know right, physically right. mentally uh just doing better in school what i could you mm. know and try to defocus from him but i really forced myself to stop talking to him mm. like i said i am never gonna speak to you again and i never did but i know that a lot of people can't just do it like that Correct. you get me like it was very hard for me i remember i would cry like yeah. it's hard yeah. I, I get you but they they say that it takes in order for you to uh, get over a person they say it takes twice as long as the amount of time you were with that person I mean, so yeah. in your case you were six months with him right correct so if this theory is correct it'll take a year bueno, to really fully that, no 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 but it does take a long time. how long did it take you to get over your ex to stop thinking about him yeah and be happy uh -huh. like alone yeah like a year yeah okay no but go. i dated him for two years okay so half okay yeah. so it's the other way around yeah. so it takes you half the time less that you were with with the person yeah it was hard so in her case it'll be three months yeah i think the call got dropped yeah the call got dropped it's okay i'm sure she's on live but that's that's um you know hopefully that helps right that will be our advice have a support group yeah, focus and on yourself. focus on yourself all right so with that we're gonna move on to our next call hi hi hey how can we help i've been with my partner for six months now Mm -hmm. Um, we recently got engaged. We've known each other for since I was like seventeen. How old okay. are you now? Yeah, twenty. I'll be twenty-one in okay. March. Okay. Me and him recently got engaged. Um, he asked me with a gummy bear ring. It was so funny and Aww. cute. <laughs> but my thing is that I'm really struggling with is that we are great. Like, we live together. We have our family. Um, I have a stepson. It's wonderful. Aww. The mm -hmm. thing that I'm with is like the adjustment of not being with my parents mm. and my parents approving of the relationship. And oh, they don't approve it? No. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why? They feel that I'm too young mm -hmm. to be um, starting like my life as a married person and Step that mom. I'm just too young to just go. Mm -hmm. to be out on my own. And how old is he? He's 21. He'll be 22 in November. Okay. Oh, so it's very young. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, does he have a career? Does he make money enough to provide for a home? Yes. He has his own company in roofing. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. He um, is very uh, trabajador. Like, mm -hmm. he knows what he wants. Good. He has his goals. Okay, good. We've established, like what we want for our future he's very like adamant on like working mm. and supporting his family very good and are, are you going to be working or helping out at the house what's your plan here right now i'm helping with the company and i'm at home okay okay yeah i mean so, sounds sounds good um like the business aspect of like getting contracts and translating um, on-job sites and stuff like that through the phone. So is the only because, reason that your parents don't like him is because you guys are very young? Yes, and also because I was with someone mm -hmm. else um, for a year. Mm -hmm. However, that person um, behind closed doors was not very... Mm. Um, 
let's say, good. Yeah. They were kind of narcissistic, and they were very much older than I was. Yeah. And at the time, I was, like, young, and I was kind of rebelling against my mom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I, I think we've all like, been there. <laughs> let me do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. Like, mm. I don't mind when relationships, like, meet young, you know, because there's there's a relationship that can handle meeting young. Like, we yeah. met very young. Uh, we didn't move in that young either. But, I mean, we were committed to each other very, very young. And as long as you guys have a healthy dynamic between you two, in the sense that he treats you good, you know, um, you're a good stepmom to his son, which, is, in my point of view, is very... Having a stepmom myself, like, it was very... Like, she treated me really well. Mm. And that made a big difference in my future, you know, having someone who treat, treated me like their own. And, um, mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't worry too much about what your parents are saying if you guys have not a perfect relationship, but a good dynamic. You know, you guys are both working, he's providing. Mm. Now, maybe, in my point of view, maybe, you know, as... Hispanic culture, yeah. I would think that maybe your parents maybe want you to do things more traditionally, like maybe, uh, like, uh, you know, eventually get married. Like, they, they like for you to do the steps. So mm -hmm. the step is, like, get married, Move have in. graduate, yeah. get married, have children. Yeah. And, and it, you yeah. have to go, like, up this ladder, you know, that they make. But mm -hmm. I would just say that since you guys are very young, like, my only advice would be, do not worry about your parents because eventually they will see the fruit of you guys, you know, if you have a good relationship. But I would say that you make sure you have something of your own, you know, because even though you do help him with his business, like it wouldn't be bad for you to, mm -hmm. I don't know if you're in school or maybe do something on your own because I'm in college right okay, now and I'm perfect. studying to get my license and then so continue that and like I agree with this but yeah. don't give up on your goals just because now you're a wife right and a stepmom yeah and a stepmom mm -hmm. so continue going to school like he's very adamant too on like hey like yeah you're you're gonna be with me and yes I'm gonna take care of you but like I want you to get your degree and good. I want you to good, do good. you know your own thing. okay and so like he's very adamant on that he's not ever like no I got you like He's like, if you're something that that's what you want to do, then do it. Like, mm -hmm. do it for yourself, do it for your future, do it for our future. So, so I'll like, say he's this. Very supportive. I'll say this, right? So it seems like you guys are on he the seems right like track. A great guy. You sound mature. Yeah. He sounds mature. He's got his company. Very young. Good for him, right? So some tips yeah. I'll give you is, when you guys get married, and you got, you said you move, you live together already. Yes. Yeah, they do. Okay. So when, when marriage comes into a picture, now your mindset changes from short-term to long-term. Mm -hmm. There's something about that extra level of commitment when you marry that now you begin to see things in the long-term. Now you start thinking about children. You start thinking about we're going to buy a house. Now you, you project your future together. The advice I give you when it comes to parents is parents are going to begin to accept, accept him when you guys start showing positive results mm -hmm. in your marriage. Yeah. Once they see that you guys are taking steps together for your future, that, okay, he's committed to you, you're committed to him, you know, the career is going well, business is going well, you graduated, yeah. you graduated, you're, you know, you're helping in the house, you haven't separated yourself from your family. Yeah, that's, that's very a, important. That's very important. 
you want to make sure that there is still a good balance between now you and your husband are a family and your and his son or or daughter yeah it's a son it's a son right but also that yes. you're still you know attentive of your parents mm-hmm. so you don't what you and don't that's, uh-huh. and that's where the issue comes in because mm-hmm. right now my parents ref- kind of are like refusing to communicate with me oh. my dad has now like he's like coming around and is my tranquilo because i am an only child like of mm. both of my parents so so and for my dad like i'm daddy's little girl yeah. so it was really hard for me at first listen but I'm an, now he's starting so i can relate to that because i'm an only child right oh my God, and it was so hard it was difficult you know as an so only hard. child right i lived in a different country so i met Esper here in miami we got married here started our businesses here yeah. my parents still lived in in south america they literally got on a plane, sold everything they had, and moved to Miami. Two months before the wedding. Two months before the wedding, just to be close oh, to man, me. Oh, man, it was crazy. And that brought a lot of disbalance in our relationship at first. That, that's been the only time, sorry to interrupt, that we've almost broken up. Mm-hmm. Those two months before our wedding because of your parents. Like, we've dated for six years, you guys, six years. Yeah. And we've always been able to, you know, like, talk about our fights get like find a solution or compromise or agree to disagree yeah and the only time that we were about to break up was before because of your parents and it was actually my fault it wasn't my parents fault and this is what i I will advise you you have to have clear boundaries with your family members with your in-laws because that's something that i had to learn the hard way since i was an only child and my parents in all honesty have been great parents yeah they're great parents so i really value what they have to say. Yeah. Everything they've told me in my life up to this point has been amazing, great advice, and everything has been because of them. So I really value what my parents say. So what started happening is I would start letting them in into the issues that I was having with Espe. Because the thing is, when you first get married, right, there's going to be friction, you know, especially in this new dynamic of yeah. marriage, right? So the best way to put it is like you have a, a, an iron here, another iron here, and then, you know, iron sharpens iron. But in order for you guys to sharpen each other, there has to be friction. Yeah. So that's what started happening in the beginning of our relationship. And so I would say, man, I don't know what to do. I'm angry at Espe. Who can I talk to? Oh, let me talk to no, my no, parents. No, but, but what wait, wait, I- let, Here it is. Mm-hmm. Let me talk to my parents. And what started happening is I started getting contaminated. <laughs> Literally, Don't it's like a con- it like that. it's yeah. like a contamination <laughs> because obviously they're gonna go my way. So what started happening is a disbalance with Espe, you know, and then I had a whole bunch of different voices where I said, you know what, I need to draw the line and draw boundaries. So my advice to you is now that you're about to get married, have clear boundaries where you allow your parents to have feedback into your life, into your marriage, but also a clear line where there is a non-negotiable. And you have no say in this in in our marriage. And I've tried that. It's not more like with my dad, you know, que con mi mamá. Con la mamá. Yeah. And you're Mexican, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hispanic moms are like that, girl. I mean, I don't know if you want to share a little bit of your experience, babe, with your mom when we got married. No, yeah. Well, it's hard. I mean, what I did with my mom, you know, she was very strong-willed. Like I said, like people in the comments, we had a video that went viral that 
that says didn't like my mom and in the comments they were saying like oh why is he not good looking enough or why no it's because my mom was in ministry and she wanted someone who was in ministry yeah. as my husband so it's not about how much money sebas had it's not about looks. about looks it was about he she wanted a pastor's kid so it took a really long time i think it was two years after we got married that she finally accepted him and now they're like best friends yeah. like they they sometimes go and talk in the room and i'm yeah. not even there so i would just say have patience with your mom look listen to what i'm telling you mm. this is just facts mm. if your parents go see good results in your relationship with that person even if they don't like that person they're going to end up liking that person because th the fruit Boom. that you're giving is not is going to be undeniable. Yeah. So just focus on doing just focus on doing things right. Be a good stepmom to your new uh, son. You know, finish school, uh help your your partner or your future husband in his business and every li other mm -hmm. little pieces will just go into their place. That that's the advice that I can give. And you. have boundaries with your parents and have boundaries with your new husband as mm -hmm. well at the house. Have clear non-negotiables right. of, of of what you're willing and not willing to do. And that's what I've been doing like with my pareja. We have like very clear boundaries between each other of like what I expect of him and what he expects of me. Very good. Girl. And what we expect of each other like within the relationship. I mean I'm very but I'm, the, I mean, you sound uh -huh. very mature, so you know, hats off to you. Like with, because she is like a Hispanic mom and I feel like Hispanic moms have their like ideology of like what they want for yeah. their daughters. Yes. Pero mira, so it's like really hard to adjust when it's not what they want. Yeah. Yes, I it's know. It's sad. It's but, sad. But it sounds like they raised you well. Yeah. So being strict does pay off at, in, you know, in the long in mm -hmm. the long run. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the expectation thing. Parents are always going to have a, a set expectation yeah. on their kid, on their daughter, on who they wanted you to marry. And it's usually not the mm -hmm. exact same prototype that they had in their mind yeah. when it comes time for you to pick a partner. And you know what's crazy? Like, this is just me sharing. Mm -hmm. Like, the, <laughs> the candidates my mom did like, mm -hmm. you know, like, it, if let's say that the roles would play now, me being with those person, complete disaster. disaster. Like, and now my mom is like, oh, my God, you were right. So just relax. Yeah. You know, I know it's sad. I remember I, I would get sad a lot. You know, like we said, our wedding was super awkward because our both of our, I don't think both of our families were happy that we were getting married. Like one of them was scared. One of them wasn't happy. So notice, notice that in all of our two trends channels, love on channels, where do you see a wedding video? There isn't. No. Because that day, that day was very difficult but, for us. But either way, just relax. Things will play out good. Just try your best, you know, and let let your mom just notice that you guys are doing good, the yeah. good fruit. Yeah. So. All right. So mm -hmm. I hope that hopefully that helps. How was that for it an answer? do like appreciate it because mm -hmm. I really do like watch you guys on TikTok oh, and YouTube you. and like I think a lot of like the relationship you advice you give and i i try to apply it whenever thank i see you. that something's not working so like i really do appreciate it and thank you for like answering and oh, thank you, you got it girl like that's why we're doing this we want to give back help out give you some insight and with that we hope that answers your question okay uh stay tuned on youtube subscribe there as well so you can check it out um when you play this back but uh, we're gonna move on to our next caller okay Bye. thank you for calling in okay.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello? Hey, Hi. how's it going? Thanks for calling in. I've been in a relationship, and it's going to be six years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't live with the person. I don't have an engagement ring. Now my thing is, do you guys think I'm waiting too long? Should I expect more, or what should I do? How, okay. how old are you guys? I am 30, and he is 10 years older than me. And you're oh. you're living together? No, they don't live together. No. Listen, girl, I mean, you got you got all the right for you to be married. Or to expect or a to commitment. Ex- or to yeah. expect that next level of commitment. Mm-hmm. Why, do you, why, why do you think he doesn't want to get there? G- give me some, uh, some insight. What do you think? I'm not sure. I same thing. I'm I'm asking myself, and I know it's not because of me. Because you know, I'm I'm a good person. I'm a hard worker, and I've, you know, I've shown him that I do care for him. So I'm not sure. Is is he previously divorced? No. Okay. He so does he's... have like uh, he does have a son, and he did um date the the ex for a while too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm and not he sure. and he didn't marry the ex either. No. And they would live together. Yes. Okay, so he has a commitment issue. Is he is he successful career business? What does he have? He works for one of his uncles. Um, mm-hmm. So his uncle, he's a salesperson, pretty much. Okay. 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 So mm-hmm. there's two things: either he has a commitment issue, or he doesn't see the importance of a paper. Let's say because he did live with his ex, but. <laughs> The best I, advice I can give you... Go ahead, girl. Do not move in with him if there is no sign of commitment. I would say do not move in with him at all. But, you know, like, I'm I'm also, like, more Christian. You know, this no. podcast is, is, is for everybody. So do not move in with him because if you move in with him and you give him all the wifey benefits, you're not going to get your ring at all. Never. Okay. So... That's what I have to say. And then what I have to say is you have to give him a timeline and Mm -hmm. set clear expectations. Like, hey, I'm not here to date just to date. Like, I want to get married. And then from a man's perspective, the reason why I ask you these things is because there could be a few reasons that I can think of off the top of my head of why a man wouldn't want to marry. What are they? You ready for this? Mm -hmm. One is because a man is scared to lose, you know, to marry a person you know, I'm successful, I have money, I've built a career, and then it doesn't work out. She leaves me, we get divorced, half my money is gone. Okay. So that's you, that's a real thing that mm-hmm. men think about. Two, it could simply be that, you know, I'm going to string her along and I really have no desire or, or way or desire to commit to this person long term. Mm-hmm. Right? Or three, he doesn't see the importance. You know, he can have a kid house three dogs and everything move in together and never get married yeah so you have to find out what it is that he wants you you have to let him know what you want but yeah, that you also need to find out what he wants and let and give him a chance to speak don't just tell him i want to ring mm-hmm. i need you to marry me no just actually ask him hey boyfriend what do you want out of this relationship and listen to see what he says. Mm-hmm. Because based on the answer that he says after that question, we'll let you know if you need to leave him or if you need to set a timeline. Yeah, That's your next step. Hey, boyfriend, what, what, what do you want from this relationship? If he tells you, 
you know, I'm going to see where this is going to... And you don't really see any sign of commitment. Then you say, look, I want to get... These are my non-negotiables. These are my non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. This is my timeline. And then after this timeline, if I don't see any sign of commitment to the to what mm-hmm. I want, then this relationship is not what, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to be for us because we're on different pages. I want to get married and you don't. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Nobody needs to get married. You know, you don't have to force somebody to get married, but it simply means that he's not for you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, like I did that with Sebas, you know, I call it a healthy pressure. You know, it's, it's just like a little motivator. It's not like you're forcing them, but I told him, look, we've been dating for six years. You're about to graduate. You told me I need to finish my school. You told me that uh, you needed to find a job. So what you need to do is that I'm going to give you until the end of the year to get a job, ask me to marry you, you know, or get a, like, you know, go live on your own. And if not, I'm going to break up with you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it in a bad way. I didn't the way, like, I've given you six years of my life. I've given you all my love, my support. You know, I, I'm one of the reasons why you are where you are. You graduated. I've been there with you up and down for six years. And now it's your turn to pay the bill. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's not something you should feel ashamed or anything but it's it's some a conversation you need to have and the way i took it was like that was the most motivating thing that actually pushed me and drove me to become more successful because i wanted to be with her right yeah and then i i knew that Mm -hmm. espe was actually gonna leave me (laughs) if i didn't get my stuff together yeah i did and i didn't see it as like a manipulation thing Mm -hmm. nothing like that or or whatever it's just the fact that you know what we had a conversation early on she said, I want to get married. And I said, listen, I need to graduate. These were my requirements. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to marry you unless I have my degree. And I'm not going to marry you unless uh, I'm ready. To, you know, basically it was a career thing. Yeah. I needed to get my finances you know, mm-hmm. right for me to get married. And then she was like, okay, how long is this going to take? Yeah. Okay, I have six years left of me to graduate. And then she said, you know what? I'm going to wait for you. But if six years come... And I don't see a sign of commitment, then I'm going to have to leave because then that means that we're not compatible. You see where I'm coming from? So it's like having a clear communication and clear expectation and a timeline. But first ask him, hey, boyfriend, what do you want from this? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Does that help? Yes, it does. Thank you so much, guys. You got it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. And stay tuned for next week.